Skepticism is the attitude of doubting the truth of something. A skeptic would argue that skepticism is a transcendental state of consciousness because, according to them, it is the suspension of judgment and therefore the willingness to be uncertain. However, the actual vibration of the state of skepticism is anything but the state of non-judgment or suspended judgment. It is anything but the willingness to be uncertain. It is tempting to think that skepticism can be healthy when in fact it cannot. There is no such thing as healthy skepticism. If you want to feel just how unhealthy skepticism is, go ahead and read the skeptical comments below this particular video. I want you to feel for how skepticism robs things of energy and halts forward movement. It's a bit like throwing water on a fire. Belief is the state of mind in which a person thinks something to be the case with or without there being empirical evidence to prove that something is the case with factual certainty. Looking at this definition, it is easy to see that skepticism in theory is the opposite of belief. The problem is you can't actually walk this earth without beliefs. The mind judges and the mind forms beliefs, whether you like it or not, or whether you know it or not. The real problem with belief is that we seldom, if ever, question those beliefs. In fact, we operate in the world largely unaware of what they even are. These beliefs become the filter that you perceive your life through and the basis by which reality forms around you. And so a skeptic is not actually suspending belief. Instead, they believe deeply, in doubt. Your reality being the byproduct of belief will not be a pleasant one if doubt is the belief you operate your life by. The actual vibration of doubt looks nothing like genuine uncertainty. Instead, it looks like disbelief. To doubt is to consider something unlikely. To consider something unlikely is to act as if you know. It is to pretend you know something that you do not know. It is to bring a sense of certainty to a universe of uncertainty. For this reason, doubt in all actuality is the flip side of faith. Doubt is only another kind of faith. It is the faith in negative instead of the faith in the positive. Like the shadow side of faith, to consider something unlikely, to doubt, is to act as if you know. People use doubt to gain a sense of certainty and cognitive closure in the same way that people use faith to gain a sense of certainty and cognitive closure. Faith goes hand in hand with belief. To have faith in something is to have confidence or trust that something is true even without evidence to back up that it is true. If you are a person who doubts, you have a great capacity for faith. The only difference between you and a person who is full of faith is that you have endless confidence and trust for negative instead of positive outcomes and things. Like faith, doubt is a bridge between thinking and believing. It is best to burn this bridge down if the bridge doesn't serve you. What I mean by this is it's best to burn the bridge down if it connects a thought that you're thinking and a belief that does not benefit you to believe. We should only maintain this bridge if it connects a thought and something that benefits you to believe. When we begin to experience pain is when we build the bridge of doubt between thoughts that feel good to think and things we want to believe. To understand more about faith, I want you to watch my video on YouTube titled Faith. The ego seeks to define itself through polarity. This is why the ego needs to be good, the ego needs to be justified, the ego needs to be superior, and most of all, the ego needs to be valid or right. It is tempting to think that skepticism is the absence of ego. But in fact, skepticism is the ego's disguised attempt to be superior and right. 
The skeptic is in a state of self-righteousness. Invalidating something else instantly puts the ego in a position of being valid. Skepticism is also the ego's attempt to stay safe. How would one stay safe by being skeptical? Very easily. You're prevented from the pain of disappointment. There are very few things more painful than losing faith, and very few things more painful than the pain caused by non-fulfillment of one's desires or positive expectation and the invalidation of one's positive beliefs. It feels like you've fallen to the ground from great heights. So, we protect ourselves by not climbing so we never again have to feel the fall. Having faith in the negative prevents us from disappointment. You will never meet a skeptic who has not been deeply hurt by disappointment and who does not feel that truth, even if it is brutal, is a form of security. It's important to understand that it's not healthy to blindly believe something. In fact, this form of optimism is nothing more than an escape. And it's nothing more than a state of complete ignorance. Now, we know where ignorance leads. It leads to all kinds of negative ends. It is, in fact, a state of resistance. So I don't want to sell to you the idea that pure optimism and pure positive thought is always in alignment. It is not always in alignment. But if you find yourself in a state of skepticism, then we have to consider the idea that positive focus, that optimism, might in fact serve our lives better than the skepticism that we hold today. You do not have to be a skeptic, nor do you have to be a blind believer. The goal is to develop an open mind. An open mind is built on the basis of questioning. Now there is a massive difference between doubt and questioning. One is a state of resistance, doubt, and the other is a state of openness, openness to new truths. Doubt halts the momentum of progression. Questioning causes progression, especially the progression of thought. Questioning allows for truth to reveal itself naturally. And because it is not invalidating, like skepticism is, it never feels bad to the questioner or the thing being questioned. People are not stupid. We can feel the difference between being doubted and being questioned. And there is a massive, massive difference between invalidating something and questioning the validity of something. They are two separate vibrational states. One is going to be met with resistance. The other will be met with allowing. So it would be best if we could adopt an attitude of curiosity. There are times that we simply do not know. At times like this, I urge you to consider the idea of holding to a belief that serves you regardless of whether you know for a fact that it is true or not. I urge you to adopt these beliefs or to approach your beliefs with a kind of looseness. You want to hold to them the same way that you would hold to a baby bird. You don't want to hold so tight that you crush it. You want to hold loose enough that that bird can fly away if it is in alignment with highest good. If you are skeptical, the time has come for you to get intensely present to and aware of the pain in your particular life. Skepticism and cynicism go hand in hand. They're like twins that travel together. And I want to urge you to look at the idea that there is no baby or child on this earth that is born in a state of skepticism or in a state of cynicism. What does that mean? It means that emotional trauma is what makes us this way. So ask yourself these two questions. When did I start being skeptical or cynical? 
What does skepticism keep me safe from? In the moment that we feel skeptical, we need to ask ourselves what we are really afraid of and resistant to in this particular situation. We need to allow compassion and loving understanding to enter the space for the self that adopted the rigid attitude of doubt so as to protect itself from those things. For example, let's say that I doubt or I'm skeptical of someone being who or what they say they are. If I deeply question myself about what my fear is in this particular scenario, I might find that I'm afraid of being duped. My lack of self-trust leads me into a state where I am intensely afraid that somebody might lead me astray. On this note, there is no such thing as a skeptic who genuinely trusts themselves. So if you are a skeptic, I encourage you to watch my video on YouTube titled How to Trust Yourself. Skepticism is mostly about trying to stay safe. For this reason, to move beyond skepticism, you also have to move beyond your comfort zone. We have to do this on an emotional level and especially on a mental level. In order to move beyond skepticism, you have to consider brand new ideas. Ideas that your mind wants to shut down for the sake of creating cognitive closure and a sense of certainty. Skepticism is an awesome disguise for fear. And like I said earlier, it is not a state of uncertainty, it is a state of negative certainty. Therefore, embracing uncertainty is the direction of healing. To understand more about uncertainty and how to deal with it, watch my video on YouTube titled Uncertainty, How to Deal with Uncertainty. And when you are faced with ideas that you would normally doubt or invalidate with your attitude of skepticism, I want you to instead consider the validity of that particular viewpoint or idea. I want you to think, what if? This is a bit like genuinely trying an idea on for size or a perspective on for size, just like you would a pair of pants at a department store. You don't need to be afraid of trying out new ideas and beliefs as if they were true. If it doesn't fit or end up adding to your life, you can always take it off again. If you are a skeptic, it is time to see that the vibration that you are in is not in fact the vibration of openness and neutrality, any more so than somebody who uses blind optimism as a way to avoid facing truths that are difficult to face. Instead, you are in a permanent state of distrust and you have decided that a negative outlook serves you better than a positive one. Ask yourself why this is the case. A negative approach to life prevents you from some forms of pain, especially pain caused by the loss of something positive, but it does so by keeping you in pain. Positive thinking does not have to be a Pollyanna state of willing ignorance. It can be a commitment to intentionally creating your life, and it can come from the understanding that a belief is only as good as it does. So the question for you today is, what do your painful thoughts and beliefs actually do for you? Question your beliefs, especially the ones that feel painful. But are you ready for the ultimate chess move? You're going to love this one if you're a skeptic. The ultimate chess move is this. If you are a skeptical person at this point in your life by nature, you can actually use that skepticism to your benefit. You can use it positively by using that very same skepticism to dismantle your limiting and unuseful beliefs. Turn it on the things that no longer serve you. Every single person that you meet on the street will know something that you don't know. This is amazing. This opens us up to the idea 
that we are constantly in a world that can surprise us. We are constantly in a world where truths are going to continually and progressively reveal themselves to us. Open yourself up to being excited about this instead of threatened by this. What are you supposed to learn today? What new truth could benefit you today? I want you to approach the world with this level of curiosity. And if you live with this level of curiosity and openness to new truths revealing themselves, then your life will be full of magic, mystery, and adventure. A state of skepticism is a state of closed-minded and closed-hearted pain. Our life is the byproduct of belief. If our belief takes the form of doubt, we limit ourselves and we limit others and we limit the universe at large. If we live in a state of skepticism, it will not be possible for us to experience any kind of miracle. We cannot experience anything that we disbelieve. That is an absolute law of our existence here in this particular time-space reality. This is painful because it means that the realm of magic and mystery is actually closed to our perception. So my challenge to you is, adopt the idea of curiosity. Adopt the idea of what if. Get outside your comfort zone enough to consider and see what the world reveals to you then. Have a good week.